You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. Buckle up, everyone. It's time to get this show on the road. Time for Dave's Corner Garage, your Saturday morning joyride on Zoomer Radio. Got a car question for Dave or Alan? Call now, 416-360-0740 or toll free at 1-866-740-4740. Okay, Al. Yes! Hey, hello. Good morning and welcome. It's Dave's Corner Garage again. We're back. We made it through the weekend. We're, this is the weekend and it's absolutely gorgeous outside. You yes, have, you have got... You have shorts on. Those weren't pants. Oh, okay. <laughs> I took my pants off. Special from Walmart. <laughs> and we had a great show lined up for you this morning. Interesting show. Uh, we're going up to Minden, Ontario. First off, we're going to be talking to Ian Law from the IRL Driving School, and no, we're going to talk I, about I, ILR. ILR. Right. ILR, eh? ILR, eh? Hey. <laughs> uh, we're going to talk. What are we going to talk about? We're going to be talking about driving in the wintertime and yes. how to avoid. Putting your car into a ditch or rolling it over. And something that, uh, which I found very, very interesting was post-collision stress syndrome. Say that three times backwards. I can't. I'm still shaking from my accident. <laughs> well, that's exactly right. Apparently, there is such a, a thing in insurance companies. They call it PCSS. Right. And, it's uh, like post, post-traumatic stress disorder, yeah, but so it's specific to... You know, motor vehicle accidents. People are afraid to get back in their cars. That's it's like right. Falling off a horse. Exactly. You got to get back up, eh? <laughs> All righty. Uh, Elliot Silverstein is going to join us from the CAA. We're going to talk about uh, My Pace, which I love. And they have a new little surprise. Yes. Which is uh, quite uh, trend setting for CAA. Yeah. Or anybody, really. I mean, they're not a big insurance company, but apparently they're at the top of the heap. So, so if you have a CAA membership, uh, you may want to tune into this part of it. That's exactly right. It's a surprise for you on New Weekend. We're going to meet a man called Ted Lancaster, and Ted is what they called Core Dealer Services. If you're in the car business, this is something you should be listening to. They data mine your information and send you back a list of customers that should be talking to, uh, things like uh, coming out of his lease, he's in for service, never did a service. Uh, where are you, etc. This is really an interesting concept. Um, he's he's got twenty years experience in the car business. Worked for a bunch of people that I know, so mm-hmm. I thought I'd phone him up and uh, you can see what's going on on the other side of the desk. And no magic for those of you who've been, you know, fixated by the election that's still going on, right. the counting. There'll be no magic map today. <laughs> I don't think he's going to leave. Oh, you're full of... Uh, he's you're not fu- leaving, yeah, I'm telling right. you. No, God, there, there is, I mean, I don't like Facebook that much, but there's some pretty funny stuff on there about Trump sitting on the bench. Really? Just taking a tantrum, eh? <laughs> yeah, oh, he's that not going. Like bouncing on the ball, yeah. I'm not going, and I'm playing with my balls. Yeah, <laughs> well, play- <laughs> that's kind of post-traumatic stress syndrome. <laughs> All righty, when we come back, uh, Ian Law is going to be on the phone, and we're going to talk about some of these issues and what the heck he's doing at this time of year. It's beautiful. And if you've got a car care question, by all means, give us a call, too. Our phone oh, yeah. lines are open. Yeah, winter tires. See, this is when I put my tires on at yep. your place. Mm-hmm. I said it'd get mild. Look at this. one 866 You got it if right. If you've got a question, and make sure that you uh, uh, stay on topic. 
<laughs> yeah, just like Dave. We remind that him uh, during the break, too. Al, take us out. This is Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be right back. Okay, we're back. Yeah, we actually, we don't go anywhere. We just sit here and look at each other. No, no, but we're going to Minden. Okay, right now we're going to Minden, Ontario. I've been out there several times. Yes. We used to ice race at Minden on the lake. Uh-huh. And how they checked if the water was safe or the ice was safe. They sent the Jeep out to, to plow at the course. If it came back. It was safe. It was safe. They have got a great uh, rapid shoot. They did the Pan Am yes. set. And uh, we tried to come once a couple of years ago in our kayaks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ass over tea kettles. So but you know speak. that actually the, um, the the prince was out there. I forgot that which one. But they were out there rafting. Oh, yeah. Oh, in his, in his oh red, no, it wasn't. It was with Diana. It was. Oh, uh, I thought you meant Charles. prince in his red Corvette. There you go. Okay. Uh, Ian Law's on the phone. Morning, Ian. How are you? Good morning, gentlemen. Doing well, thank you. What are you doing in Minden today? We are preparing our school vehicles for our upcoming winter driving schools. So they drive your cars, not their own? Well, no, they, they, they drive their own, but we have some that are set up specifically to do the rear skid or oversteer. Uh, this day and age with um, stability control on the vast majority of vehicles. It's mm. difficult for our instructors to have the students experience that rear skid. It's hit or miss. But when we set up our cars with studded tires on the front and regular tires on the back, we know it's going to do that rear skid oversteer. And that way we can have the students experience that type of skid and learn how to correct it. Fascinating. Well, if your vehicle has all the safety equipment on it, you know, anti-lock brakes and, and traction control, whatnot, is it still necessary to, to learn how, you know, to take that extra time to learn how to do it? Well, with all the these new so-called safety features on these vehicles and, yeah. and the manufacturers really pushing this, um, it still boils down to the most important safety feature in any vehicle is the driver. Mm-hmm. And the driver is the one that causes the crashes. It's well over 95% of crashes and collisions is driver error. Yeah. Um, so that's the, uh, that's the issue we need to address is making drivers better. Well, exactly. And, and most people, you know, how do they learn to drive? Maybe the, one of their parents takes them out and, and, and his level of driving, his or her level of driving may not be that great in the first place. You're going to know even less. So this is where it's important to have professionals teach you, correct? Correct. Well, definitely. Uh, you know, particularly when uh, young drivers are coming up, you know, teenagers and, and, and pre, even preteens, you know, they're, they're watching their parents drive and they're learning. Um, you know, even at ages of 8, 9, 10, they'll copy and mimic what their parents do behind the wheel. And that's a pretty scary thing. Especially when they're not doing the right stuff. Exactly. Proper swear words before left turns. <laughs> oh, oh, Dad, what's that finger for? <laughs> yeah, they see that and they'll, they'll mimic it. They'll think that's what I need to do. We'd like to talk about post-collision stress syndrome. I think that's a fascinating topic. It's quite a bit more common than the vast majority of people realize. Uh, there's a there's a lot of violence involved in a in a crash, even some of the minor ones. Mm-hmm. There's that 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 noise that of the crunching metal and, and the airbags going off, etc. And uh, you know that experience uh, really leaves a mark on an awful lot of motorists. Um, and and we found over the years that you know once they've been through that traumatic uh, incident. Uh, they've lost their nerve. They they have a, an, an issue trying to get back behind the wheel, and, they, and they've lost their confidence. So what do you do? You take them out and, and do another accident, and that clears you up? <laughs> oh, no, not at all. What, what we do is, is we show them exactly how much control they really have over their vehicle. Yeah. 
and we also show them how much control they actually have over their driving situation. And, you know, the vast majority of drivers don't realize how you can actually control the other vehicles around you by what you do. And once they understand how much control they actually have, it goes a long way to uh, recovering their their confidence, and at the end of the day, you know, we'll watch them go home with with uh, a smile on their face, and, and when in the morning they arrive, pretty much in tears, you know. Fascinating. But it, it can make a big difference to understand just how much control you really do have. I understand that the insurance companies are involved in, this, in something like yeah, this. Yeah, we we are getting uh, insurance companies now referring their clients to us. Um, you know, their, their insurance companies are are have paid off the damage and are probably paying off, uh, you know, some medical expenses, uh, but there's also the psychological damage that's done to their, their client, too, so they, they recognize that, and they, uh, they'll give us a call and, and, and send their client to us so we can um, help them recover their ability to drive again, particularly if they rely on driving for an income. Well, sure. I mean, if they're depending on if they're an Uber driver or an Uber Eats driver or a taxi driver or you know any kind of driver. Well, you know, there's, we we do a lot of corporate groups. We do a lot of yeah. the government agencies, and it's it's amazing. You know, there's inspectors going out. Um, you know, there's engineers that have to be at at job sites. So there's a lot of uh, you know salespeople, sales representatives. Oh yeah, the revenueers, eh? Yeah, that's right. Without us, nothing. Ian, gotta, gotta catch them shiners out there. Ian, I had a question. We we were on your website a couple of days ago. Yeah. The one I would be interested in is that how do you teach? Do you teach people like when it's going to be slippery in the winter time? Do you teach them how to gain control when you start spinning out? Oh yes. Um, definitely, uh, a lot of uh, the vast majority of motors will, um, when they get into a, a slipper slide and they start to skid, will give up because they have no yeah. idea uh, what's happening with the vehicle. They have no idea how the vehicle is going to react beyond that, and they have no idea how to control all that. Uh, so we, we spend the day, you know, particularly up at our winter driving schools, helping them understand how to recognize what type of skid they're in, and then how to correct that type of skid. Well, sure, because you know they don't and they don't experience it until it's actually too late when it actually happens. Yeah, uh, then, then you're exactly right. Right, and the perfect example of that was when they introduced anti-lock brakes to cars. Uh, there was no reduction in the amount of accidents. Yeah, it, actually, it, it spiked right after. Uh, the first uh, vehicles that became popular, and that's because drivers got overconfident with the ABS. They thought, well, this is the greatest thing since sliced bread, and they actually started driving more aggressively. Well, but at the same time, a lot of those drivers didn't know how the ABS worked. Yeah. You know, not technically, but, but the fact that, you know, especially if you're an inexperienced driver and you step down on the brake and all of a sudden you feel the brake pedal vibrating or kicking back or making noise, it scared the daylights out of people. If anything, they took their foot off the brake. Yeah, and, exactly. And that caused the accident. That was part of the issue. You know, there, there's all sorts of uh, technology coming out now. Um, you, you know, the all-wheel drive uh, is an issue that we have to deal with in uh, winter driving schools because... As you know from the TV ads and the radio commercials, you know how the, the manufacturers are, are linking all-wheel drive with safety. And we have to keep reminding motorists, you know, that that's not the truth. All-wheel drive is not a safety feature. All-wheel drive is a performance feature. It only helps you go faster. Um, but sadly, we're getting that misinformation like, directly from the manufacturers. when they're playing. Ian, how do they get in touch with you? We have to run. Oh, yeah, well, they can get in touch with me at uh, www.carcontrolschool.com or give us a phone call at 905-473-9500. Okay, and they spend the night in the hotel and you in the morning and yep. back, back home, they're all tired. Yeah, we can put a package together for them and they can have a nice relaxing uh, uh, feast up at the Red Umbrella in, in Minden and then uh, get oh, on the Oh, great spot. <laughs> have a good weekend. Okay, we got to go.
Take care. Bye-bye. Ian Law. He's a instructor for ILR Driving School, and uh, I've taken some of those courses. Phenomenal stuff. We've driven with you. You should take him again. Yes. All right, got to run. This is Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be right back. How do you know from the back seat? Welcome back. This is Dave's Corner Garage. And you can follow some of our blogs and some of the cool YouTube things we've got on there. Just go, you know, get a coffee right now, listen to the station, and uh, go to davescornergarage.com, and you can see everything there. Go to podcasts. There's a whole bunch of podcasts. That's true. Yeah. Actually, podcasts for over a year. When you finish off that site, your ears will hurt. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, Elliot Silverstein is with us from the CAA. Morning, Elliot. Good morning. Yeah. How are you this morning? Doing very well. Great. I like when the doctor asks me that. Hey, how are you? I says, that's why I'm here. <laughs> Alrighty, the headline says the CAA company has introducing $50 relief benefit for its active auto policies. That's a bunch of money for you guys. It sure is. So, I mean, it really continues on the theme of a lot of the work that we've done over the course of 2020. We're providing $50 in relief in the form of a check that's going to come to our active policy holders over the next couple of weeks. And uh, certainly it's because we recognize that there's been some financial hardships over the course of 2020. Mm, yes. People are driving less, and this is a way to get back. Yeah, they actually, you know, it's actually true. But I think some there is traffic, but it's not as bad as it used to be. Like, it's there's a wave of traffic, and then it cools off. I see and, crazy traffic. I don't know where they're going or coming from, though. I mean, I see tons going of traffic here to there. I'm driving. <laughs> no, no, it, it looks like it's as bad as it was before. I mean, I'm not driving downtown necessarily, but a lot of times taking the 401 east and west, it's 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 a mess. And and I think we've seen some changes. I think you know people's habits, people still want to get out and and get about the city or or in the Greater Toronto area or wherever they may be. But I think you know they're driving, their distances may be less, uh, their frequency may be less, uh, but people are still out there, and uh, we still see the traffic. But we're also seeing you know the overall kilometers used down. Are you seeing less claims? I think you know what we're seeing right now is we're seeing some of the severity down because again, the longer you drive, the you know the greater the risk that you have. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so we're still seeing certain issues. You know, we still have situations where cars are broken into, da- da- vehicles are damaged in various ways. But um, at the end of the day, I mean, you know, what we're not seeing is is necessarily a lot of the the highway uh, stoppages. We see that really you know anecdotally because you don't hear about a lot of these long term collisions on the highways where where the roads are closed for extended periods. Mm-hmm. You know, it was funny. Um, I, I bought a new Toyota, and it had this problem where it would unlock itself. It just sit in the driveway, and it'd unlock. And um, we watched on. It was broken into. Somebody had rifled the car. So I went onto the, my video and watched the uh, video of the driveway. And here's this woman, about thirty, with a shopping bag, and she's rattling all the doors. Opens mine. Mine was opened, and stole my masks. <laughs> <laughs> but that's all I had in the car. So she swiped the mask and, and sort of, you know, the idea of, of pilfering and things like that probably goes on, but people don't make claims. So the reason I'm talking about this is because I went to my pace and um, I reduced my insurance costs by a tremendous amount. I'm, t- I'm talking 3000 uh, bucks. That's how much I saved on my insurance policy just for two cars. So talk about my pace. Absolutely. So we, we launched MyPace about two years ago, and it was really trying to tailor 
uh, a product for people who drive less than 9,000 kilometers to have them pay for the kilometers they use. And, you know, really, I mean, it has been well received over the course of this pandemic this year because we're hearing about 43% of, of those we survey are looking to reduce their costs around auto insurance. And this is a perfect way to do it because you're only paying for the amount you drive. And as you approach 900 kilometers, uh, you get a notice that you're going to be renewed shortly. And at 1,000 kilometers, you get renewed. And really because, again, people's habits have changed. Their driving distances have changed. Instead of paying that, that full freight where they look back at the end of the year and say, why am I paying a full amount? This is something where you have more control. And uh, we are the first and the only company in Canada to offer this type of insurance program. Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, there's other ways to reduce your insurance costs, so isn't but buying snow tires. I was just showing it to Al because he's a snow tire installer. Winter, winter, winter tires. tires. Elliot, do you offer a discount to people who put winter tires on their vehicles? We sure do. We were actually one of the first uh, insurance companies to do it back in 2011. We were pushing for that from a uh, from a relief perspective in terms of safety on our on our. Well, it's got to help. I right. mean, you guys are in a towing business as well. So this way, <laughs> you have to have less to- less wrecks to pay for, less collision damage to pay for, less service calls pulling people out of the ditch. So it's, it, it's a win-win. All right, Elliot, you're going to stick around? Absolutely. All right, super. We've got Elliot Silverstein from the CAA on the phone. Dave Redinger is sitting right beside me. And Steve is on Not the other side. I'm going to say, listen, if you have a CAA membership, this is a great time to call in if you get any questions about what's coming up with my pace. So give us a call now. This is Dave's Corner Garage, and the music's out. Elliot's back in. We'll be back in. Stay with us. It's Alrighty. time to return to yeah. CAA with Dave Renegar on the show. <laughs> I don't know. They, I never let the audience talk. That's... Uh-huh. That's I've got my own button, so bugger <laughs> off. Go ahead. Elliot, we got two questions for you. How do you Absolutely. get the 50 bucks? And secondly, explain how my pace works. So the $50 relief uh, in terms of the insurance, if you're an, uh, an existing CA insurance customer, you will receive a check in the mail. There's absolutely nothing you need to do, no, nothing to call in about. It is going to be all taken care of in the next couple of weeks, and you'll uh, see it in your mailbox and be able to cash that check. In terms of uh, my pace and how it works, Basically, you call into your broker or call CA directly and uh, uh, request that you want to move on to the MyPace program. You'll receive a, uh, a little adapter that you need to uh, install just under your dashboard Correct. on your uh, OBD port. And uh, what you'll do is uh, have that set up. You can install an app on your phone, uh, track your kilometers being used, and uh, off you go. Interesting. The, uh, they send you actually a, a warning that you've got 750Ks already on your, on your program and that they're going to hit you pretty soon for the thousand kilometer. And it's $80, I believe, for, for another thousand kilometers. Everything varies based on, on, on your, on your specific plans. But I mean, you know, the nice thing with, with my pace is that you get the advance warnings. So you're not being hit with a, uh, a bill later on that you're not sure about. You get a lot of, uh, information up front that the next charge is coming. Elliot, question. A lot of people are concerned about their, their personal information and, and how it gets sold and, and traded and given away on, online. Um, now, when you have the dongle in your car, it, it's monitoring your car use. But, for example, is it monitoring your car speed? So the, the, the purpose of the, of the dongle is specifically to measure the kilometers being used and so forth. I mean, there are various programs that CA has. For example, there's a program called CA Connect, which uh-huh. can measure some of those pieces if you are interested. And that's uh, something where consumers can opt in. Um, but again, you know, n- none of the information that is collected is, uh, is uh, done, uh, you know, in, in a manner that, that is uh, outside of, 
um, what is being used for insurance purposes. So really, we're very transparent about that. Well, that's great. So it's strictly used in-house. But, but with these other programs, for example, if I have a, a, a relatively new driver or I'm, I'm loaning my car to somebody and I want to know exactly how it's being driven, I could get that information from you guys. There are certain measures that you can put in there. Again, you'd, you'd have to look at the particular settings in particular to see uh, what you can have. I, I don't know if it's fully exhaustive in that sense, um, but there is an opportunity to understand your driving habits. Are you braking too hard? Are you are you accelerating and so forth? Um, and, and really understand some of those pieces around where the fuel efficiency or otherwise. So there are some tips out there um, that, that could be had through some of this, uh, this user-based information. So if somebody's going through a nasty divorce, they couldn't get all kinds of good poop yeah, on like their Oh, yeah. right? oh, we could work on that, Al. Is she really you want to talk about this or out with him? No, no, you can't say that. Could they? Is, <laughs> are they going out with him? <laughs> Got to be politically correct. Okay, uh, over forty years you've been in the insurance business. Is that true? We have. We've been in place since nineteen seventy four. So we uh, we've certainly uh, you know grown in size in in Ontario. We've expanded our footprint in other parts of the provinces. Um, but certainly, you know, we are uh, very much an innovator. We are not the uh, biggest insurance company in Ontario, but we certainly are one that I would say is, is consumer-minded and really focused on trying to be part of the solution during a very challenging year. Yeah, I heard you gave back $6 million already. Uh, $60 million. You've been in excess of $60 million. Oh, $60 million? Uh, Excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we we've been we've been very forthcoming in terms of our our support over the course of 2020, whether it be the original hundred dollar uh, relief, whether it was the 10 percent reduction on auto and home insurance for a 10 for a 12 month period, and now the 50 dollar uh, relief as well. So that's a lot of uh, um, um, support that we've given back over the course of 2020. You know, Elliot, what I really like about in the last uh, year that we've been with you is that when you download the CAA app. Right, and you're looking for somebody to come by and maybe uh, start your car again. It's explain to people who may not have had it yet how that works when you are going to send a truck or a car out to get your car fixed or get it going again. So, I mean, there's a couple of ways you can do it. I mean, right now, again, you can you can still call in conventionally as you usually would. We have an uh, an amazing uh, CA app that can be downloaded from the various uh, phone providers and uh, get the app that way. You insert your information, your card info, and you can uh, even select the opportunity to track where your driver is. So you can see where your driver is coming from, their estimated time of arrival. You can get a lot of information, and you're also able to get a lot of information about the various programs and services, the discounts that come along with a CAA membership, whether it be restaurants, uh, uh, other types of services, whether it be painting or home repair. Um, there's a multitude of pieces that you can uh, draw from the CAA app at any time. We're having a big problem, obviously, people in Ontario realize, and maybe just the GTA, you know, as far as tow trucks and the whole collision racket. Um, now, if people are, I don't know how many people are aware of it or not, but if, you, if, you're, if you're a CAA member and you're in a collision, you can request to get the CAA to come and tow your car rather than one of these chasers, can you not? You can. There is one catch to the uh, to that 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 answer, and and that is specifically if the police that are on scene determine that from a safety perspective they need to get you off the road urgently, um, they will instruct you to take the next available vehicle because it's a safety matter. But otherwise, if you're if you're um, in a situation where you're broken down or in a collision, you have the right to choose, and that and that is an important piece because a lot of that work has been going on with the government over the last seven or eight years. And certainly now we're back at back at it with the government and they have a vested interest in making some changes to take it even further to protect consumers and keep Ontario's roads safe. Well, once once you've had been towed off the highway, though, can you not ask the guy to drop it right then and there? 
You, you could. I mean, again, you know, this is this is where a lot of the complexity comes into because uh, you are supposed to authorize the um, the service. So again, you can instruct them to do it, but you know, there are um, a lot of good people in the industry, and there are those that are not necessarily following the rules to the to the extent that they should. And you want to make sure that if that where they're dropping it off is where you've instructed them to, and that they're not going to uh, hold that vehicle uh, unfairly or unnecessarily. So really, you know, it, it's a matter of again asking the right questions, being empowered in a very difficult situation, but but knowing your rights because really at the end of the day, that's why we say like again, you know, you can call CAA and get the service. If police instruct you otherwise, it, it should be coming from a police officer. Again, if if a tow truck operator says I've been instructed to, I mean, again, that that's where you know you get into into that uh, that that middle ground where it becomes a bit uh, questionable. So really, you want to make sure that, you know, again, from a safety perspective, always, you know, safety first. But but again, you want to make sure that if you if you want to use a provider, whether it be CAA or your, or your, your uh, vehicle manufacturer or your dealership, um, again, understand what's out there and and, and, be, and express your uh, your rights and advocate yourself. And that's a big part of what you're trying to do. You have a, a website, moresafetoes.ca, is that correct? Correct. All right. So if you're listening right now, no matter where you are in the GTA or anywhere in Ontario, go on that website because you can get a hold of your MP and put pressure on the, your, your MP to get this thing going so that you're really, cause when you get in an accident or a flat tire, I mean, you, you know that you have your rights, but it's, it's intimidating because these guys come up, they find you in a heartbeat and it's hard to, you know, calm down, take a breath and say, you know what? I'm going to get this guy to come out, not you. Exactly. Like we were talking to Ian earlier about people, you know, being having this stress of having an accident. So That's right. Your brain's not working right. Very stressful. <laughs> Very stressful. No, they're stressful. You could be hurt. Yeah. Right. I mean, the ambulance takes you away, and you yeah. have no control at all. It's just uh, especially if you're going up the 400 near Cookstown. You know, this, yeah. they call it the Bermuda Triangle. There's always something going on at the 489, <laughs> no matter what day of the week it is. Right, Elliot? It's crazy up there. It's, it's, a, it's a hectic area all times of the year. Yeah. Okay, give us the website. So the, the website for, for the towing is moresafetoes.ca, and you can get lots of information, but also a downloadable tool to uh, understand what your rights are and have it uh, principled to put in your glove box. Right. And the other one is caa.ca. CASTO.com. You can get all your information about insurance, towing, roadside, and all your savings for CAA. All El- Elliot, all Dave really wants to know is, can he get a few more stickers for his car? Because he only has 20 on his back windshield. I only put them where the scratches are. <laughs> My dad used to put them everywhere. <laughs> do they still have those? Yeah. <laughs> you still have the stickers, don't you, Elliot? I believe we still do. Yeah. Oh, you gotta get out. You gotta get out of the garage more. I'm usually pushing the car. Yeah. My, my hands may be covering the sticker. Elliot, listen, thanks for taking time on the weekend. Enjoy this great weather and uh, say hi to Steve and Ray and everybody up there, okay? My pleasure. Thank you. Okay, bud. Cheers. So, so man, got, how, much time, how much time do we you have? You got a minute. Got a minute. I have to tell you a story. Okay. Oh, no, actually, you don't. You have 45 seconds. In 1959, we bought a cottage, hmm? and my dad bought a brand new Cadillac convertible because he was in the car business. And this thing had it called Air Ride. It was, was, was just coming out. You'd push a button, and the car would raise, and you'd push another button, and it would go down. Oh, like the Citroëns you said. Well, exactly. Yeah. And nowadays, you can put it as an option. So we, we, are, we go, all the kids jump in. There's four of us, and my mom and my dad, and you go around the, the, the cottage we're driving always, the inaugural welcome to the family drive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We get back to the house, and the thing gets in the driveway. The driveway's a little soft, and the car sinks. It sinks right to the chassis. So we all jump out to push because Alan was just talking about pushing. And uh, the old man screams, stop, 
don't go anywhere. We got air ride. So we <laughs> says, just sit there. I'm going to push this button, and the car will rise up, and we will drive out. Did it work? He pushed a button, and the wheels went straight down. That <laughs> <laughs> was good. That's very good. True story. I love those Citroëns <laughs> doing that one, too. <laughs> this is Dave's Corner Garage. The phone lines are open. If you want to give us a call, one 866 We're talking with uh, no relation to Ronnie, Ted Lancaster. Coming up next. This is Dave's Corner Garage. We have a lot of emails to get through, and we want to thank everybody for uh, writing in. And Dave and I will get to your emails. <laughs> I feel like we're a talk show host right after this. Dave, over to you with your new hat. That's a nice hat you got. I like that. It wasn't from Walmart. Oh, that, I don't pull that. That's a pile of... Uh, this was a flea market hat. Oh, it's even better. <laughs> is that better or worse? I'm not sure of the, the hierarchy. Well, my there. budget's $3, so... Looks like it. <laughs> and you bought that was you got three of them. Ted Lancaster's on the phone and he's with a company called Core Dealer Services. This is a unique company that kind of mines uh the customer lists and information that's available in a dealership. They call that DSM or I think that's I don't know. He'll Ted, good morning, you. how are you? I'm good, gentlemen. Thank you very much for having me on. Oh, it's been a pleasure. Listen, twenty years in the business, you deserve to come to talk to somebody who doesn't <laughs> understand what you're doing. Thank you. <laughs> Go ahead. Explain what your company does uh, in, a, in a nutshell. Uh, well, very simply, dealers have what's called the dealer management system. DMS. And it, it's, it's where they house all their customer data. So whether it's a service client or a sales client, all of it's housed in one specific area. And in that, there's tremendous opportunity to provide exceptional customer experiences by being um, a little bit more opportune in finding when to talk with the customer, ensuring that they have their intervals for service looked after, making sure that if new programs come out from the OEM, that they, the customer is aware that, hey, there's a better opportunity to get a, an updated vehicle and uh, maybe even at a lower payment. So mm -hmm. what our, our system does is it goes into that dealer management system and it pulls thousands of streams of data, calculates a number of different elements regarding customers, uh, whether it's a lease, finance, or a vehicle ownership cycle, those types of things. And it puts it into a very clean and simple-to-use format that then allows the dealer to reach out to the client in a very uh, non-aggressive, non-threatening manner to say, hey, you, you've taken really good care of your car, you've serviced here, and because of that, um, you're in a really good opportunity to get out of the vehicle you're in and into a modern car with new technology, and we can make a deal. It's not going to cost a tremendous amount of money. It's just going to be a switch of vehicle with, you know, ideally a lower payment is what our goal is. But it just it allows dealers to be a little bit more, um, I guess, a little bit more proactive in reaching customers that, that may be in a position to... Um, to, to take on a new vehicle. Actually, that's a great example. I mean, I, I got one of those calls myself. That never ha used to happen years ago, yeah. you know, where they phoned me from the dealership, apparently, and said, yep. you know, you got six months left in your lease, but how would you like to get into a brand new car right now? And we're going to take it over and uh, you make the same payments. Now, question, now, is it your company that reaches out to the customer or do you just give that information to the actual dealer principal? No. So what we do is is we connect. Our system connects with the dealer's um, management system, mm -hmm. and it allows the dealer to then send it out. And with a few clicks of a button, 
we can create what's called uh, a deal sheet. And the deal sheet will show the customer's existing vehicle, how many payments they have left, what the trade value is. And we work with BlackBook to get that. We use average BlackBook calls on on trade values. Mm -hmm. And then it shows what the new vehicle is. And in a very clean fashion, you can uh, either text or you can email that directly to a consumer with a, a very polite um, wording we are allowed we, we set up um, phrasing within that deal sheet that basically says what I, we just talked about um, you know you're in a very good position right now from time to time we like to reach out let customers know when there's an opportunity for them to get out of their existing vehicle and into a brand new one with new technology this is your opportunity someone from our team will be in touch with you within 24 to 48 hours with them. and then it allows the dealer just to do a courtesy follow-up did you get the the sheet what did you think can we have further conversation and it just it's an opportunity to start that conversation yes. with the customer because a lot of times customers don't know the best time to transition from one vehicle to the next and this allows the dealer to do that on their behalf and it's really taking excellent care of the customer now the question is with covid-19 and people working from home uh, this is available. Like they could, uh, a sales guy at home could actually get into this information. Absolutely. Yep. It's a web-based technology where the dealer, as long as it's connected to, um, you know, as long as you're connected to Wi-Fi and, and you have the ability to go onto the system, uh, you log in, it pulls the data, and, and you can work and operate from anywhere in the world. Honestly. Fascinating. Now, Ted, do you, are you involved on the on the service end of things as well, or strictly on the sales part of the dealership? No, it's on the service end as well. And what we do on the service side is we look for those um, we look for specific circumstances, you know, and, and they're the typical ones that we want to see dealers do to follow up with clients. Mm-hmm. So, let's say a customer purchased a vehicle back in April or May of this year. Right. Well, you know, when we talk about maintenance. You know, sometime in that first six months, you should come in and, and have a lube oil filter. Just, you know, get a, get a check and make sure everything's functioning. And um, it's recommended by most OEMs. Mm-hmm. Well, if you haven't seen that customer, they haven't booked an appointment within that first, we, we, we kind of, we set it at five months. If you haven't done anything with that first five months, an alert will come up in the service side of our, our, our tool and say, this is a customer that you need to reach out to. They're due for service, or they're due to at least have um, an inspection on their car. You know that that, um, that that may sound very elementary, but but Dave had a situation years ago with a lady uh, where he said, "Lady, you know your oil light's on because there's no oil in the car." Yeah. and she said, "I thought they all came with oil." Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's, that's absolutely true. Well, you know, I mean, she wasn't aware of the fact that you had to maintain the vehicle. Um, so often, I we get crazy calls at the shop. I mean, I'm in the car repair business, and people say, there's a light on on my dash, and I don't know what it's for. And I'm going like, why don't you just look in the owner's manual, you know? Because they're not standardized, yes. correct? I mean, the that's first, right. you know, so th- this is where, you know, you're making the assumption that because somebody's smart enough and had the money to buy a car, that they know how to care for it, uh, because it's going to be advantaged to everybody. You know, their car is going to last longer if it's serviced. It's going to be worth more as a trade-in. Um, yep. So it's all good. RTFM, right? <laughs> yes. Read the F and manual. That's true. <laughs> Yeah. I always and tell them put the manual in the washroom because that's the only place you're going to read it. <laughs> yeah, and for the customers that don't, that's what our system does: is it puts out the alerts to say to the service advisors or or um, or the service manager that these are customers that you should be reaching out to and engaging because they might be defectors. So we may not have seen them in a year, and that's a flag. So here's an opportunity for you to reach out, maybe create an offer. 
Uh, and we do we do the marketing component too. So we have a suite of, of marketing components where they can just send the invite to the customer to bring them back in and re-engage. We have, to go, we have got to run. So you want to give us your contact info? So, oh, yeah. So uh, I can be reached at ted at cordealerservices.com. And the website, www.coredealerservices.com. And, uh, yeah, we'd love to hear from dealers and, and happy to be on the show today. Dealers and garages? Yes, sir. We have dealers and garages. So if you're in the garage business or dealer business. All right. We got to run. We got to go. Thanks, Ted. Thank right. you very much. Right, have a great Thank weekend. Bye-bye. Great weekend. Bye-bye. We're going to get to some, uh, hopefully, some emails and a couple questions on the phone right after this. So uh, sit tight. This is Dave's Corner Garage. Okay, Dave, take it away, buddy. All righty, let's go quickly go to the phones because we're running out of time. We're going to New York State. Are we allowed? Well, I have to ask Como. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Bud's on the phone. Bud, how are you? Hi. How are you, Dave? Good, good. I've, go ahead. We have been really... show for many years. Thank you. Love it. We get it very reliably here in upstate New York. I'm in Oswego County. It's north of Syracuse. Oh, the racetrack's out there. Oh, what? The racetrack in Oswego. Yeah, yeah, that's that's well known. I yep. don't go to it, but yes, it's it's a well known thing. All what right. we're known for here is snow. This <laughs> is called the Tuck Hill Plateau. Area. It's funny how you know a lot of people assume because we're north of you that we get a lot, but we really don't. Well, we get it because Lake Ontario. We're exactly east of Lake Ontario. Right, so you get the, the prevailing weather. All right, except for the weather report. You got a question for us? Yes, I do. Okay, I've got a 2005 Dodge Dakota with the 4.7. The motor's not the problem. It's 155,000 miles, so it's, serve, it's been serving me well for over 100,000 miles or close to. Yeah. So no big, no big complaints. As long as the motor's running good, I want to maintain the rest. But, you know, I've been a long time not maintaining it and not, not, not having to, but I've done things over the years. But So a noise that I thought was a left front uh, wheel bearing. Mechanic puts it up, takes it, and I wasn't there, but I, he, I, he proves to me, convinces me that it's, a, it's in the rear spindles area rear out at the wheels are grinding he does both sides i also had to have um and he pointed out and didn't do it without pointing out to me first that i needed two out of four ball joints in in the front mm-hmm. for safety and they can fall out and you, you don't want that so so both things have been done now so after he first did on did only the the rear spindles and all that kind of all that at, you know, action at the uh, out at the wheels themselves, but the rear. I noticed it was still giving a grinding noise, and I told him, and he said he'd check it on out. But then I brought it back to him for a subsequent service, the more recent service, and he put the he put the uh, ball joints on, and he had told me that the rear two sta- two rear stabilizer bars were not so bad and not so good. But I could get away without doing it. But did he say that was the cause of your noise? I no, mean, he didn't. No, the stabilizer bars I know wouldn't be. He just. He so just, what kind of noise is it? Grinding sounds like it sounds. So like it's a, when you're driving or when you're braking. When I'm driving. Oh, it's not the brakes. Not the brakes. Okay, it's a, run, it's a running gear stuff. Well, it would sound like it's a I wheel know bearing. Short of time, Dave. And the thing is, it's like I'm, I'm, I'm almost a thousand dollars into the repairs that have been done to. Um, to rear, <clears throat> and I still got a noise. And I tell him, he tells me he doesn't know. And he, I said, did you try stethoscoping it? Yes. He doesn't know whether it's coming from the transfer case, and he suspects that, or it could be coming from the rear pumpkin. I guess that means dead center in the yeah, pumpkin. Yeah, that means the rear end is gone. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah I think what I do, bud, I mean, if you're you're not feeling 
that you can trust this guy any longer or whatever. Well, I, mean, I have I'll be, $1,000 you, into the car, and now I still got grinding, and I'm not happy. No, no, I understand that. So what I'm getting at is perhaps go get another opinion. Um, you may want to go to a tranny shop, for example. It specializes in something like that. And say, listen, guys, I've got a noise. Can you just you know, check it out yep. and get back to me and tell me what it is? Because as you say, I mean, we're on your side. You spent 1000 bucks and you still got <laughs> aggravation. Yeah, um, but that's not saying that it, the work wasn't necessary. I mean, ball joints are gone. Is that sort of well, stuff? Well, I understand that, but when you go specifically talking about a noise in your rear end and a guy selling you ball joints in the front yeah. and not even calling you to tell you, yeah. um, you know, it, it it could be that it, it there it was a huge repair and he may not have done it in the first place. Mm. This is where you know you have to be open. To, yeah, the conversation has to be there. Maybe exactly. maybe you should take a drive down to Buffalo or to near Syracuse. It's going to it's going to snow. <laughs> now, if the Bills lose again this weekend, maybe it will snow. All right, I want to thank Bud for calling in with that. But we got to get going, guys. Well, no, Listen, you got you got about thirty seconds. Want to thank uh, Ian Law for joining us today. A very interesting conversation. We got to get up there and go on the track, uh, right? I like to do that. Post collision stress syndrome. Never heard of it before. I learned something today. Elliot CAA. I own five of their policies, so uh, my pace. I do believe in it, and it saved me a ton of money. And Ted Lancaster. Interesting story of how they go out and and mine for business. Yeah, you, should, just, you know, just because you've run your business for twenty years, uh, don't think that you can't learn something new. Exactly right. Yeah, and the, the technology is there. They tell you exactly when it to come in and when to do it and what's it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And that's about it. What else can I tell you? Yeah, make sure if you haven't got your winter tires, uh, we're already seeing shortages, ladies and gentlemen. So you want to make sure you call your reputable, your your favorite neighborhood mechanic and have them get you some tires. Not just tires, but rims. Yeah. Or go to SalemTire.ca. Tell them we sent you. That would be nice. Great winter tires. All right. Drive safe, everybody. Yep. Keep the shiny side up, the greasy greasy side down. down. And we'll see you next week. Bye-bye, everybody. This has been an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM 740.